0: Why does Avonmore Supermilk matter so much to so many Irish people? Well, in Ireland, whatever we're doing, we all like to get the most out of it. It's just the way we are. And we know we can rely on Avonmore Supermilk. It's fortified with vitamin D, so your body can absorb the calcium it needs to help keep bones healthy. It helps support your immune system too. So when you get the most out of your milk, you can get the most out of everything. Avonmore Supermilk. The most super our milk can be. With everyone looking to shrink their bill these days, Dunn Stores gives you new ways to save on your shop with Double Savers. First, you'll save in the aisles when you fill your trolley with fantastic low prices across thousands of great products. Then, you'll save again at the till with our 10 or 50 grocery voucher. Shrink your bill with Double Savers, new from Dunn Stores. Dunn Stores, always better value. Terms and conditions apply. Voucher can be used on next grocery shop of 50 Euro or more. You're watching Channel 5. This is King Television, Seattle. It's now 11.30. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. From Hollywood, The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson. This is Ed McMahon and Doc Severinsen of the NBC Orchestra, inviting you to join Johnny and his guests. Jack Finney, Mel Blank, Maria Mildur, Jim Jensen and Kermit Abroad and Dr. Irwin Maxwell-Stilman. tell you something. You might, you might as well forget it. I don't go all the way on the first joke. <laughs> Remember, just who yelled, take it off up there? Oh. I thank you. Yeah. Get off! Get off! I thank you for that, that warm welcome. I wish I had something nice for you. <laughs> but we'll do the monologue. Uh, you sound good tonight. Good crowd. Really? Last night we had a, uh, it was a nice crowd, but hostile. Not not hostile, uh, mean. Uh it was kind of a crowd last night we had that would take the annual cardiac patient's field trip to see the exorcist. <laughs> you give you an idea. No, did you see that crowd last night? I've yes. never seen so many people in one sleeping bag in my life. Game <laughs> in here. Well, it was a little chilly here this morning in Los Angeles. Uh, I'll, um how, um, the my only group reason you come it. here? Right. It? Just to get that... Well, I said this morning, it was a little cold. I was up early. It was so cold, I saw a brass monkey thawing himself by sitting on my radiator. <laughs> you know what happens when it gets cold. <laughs> Thank you for being here, and I'll... <laughs> you know, it was gorgeous today, you'll have to admit, in Los Angeles. Great. You see, the wind comes in. I don't know where it comes from. That's not the Santa Ana wind. That comes no, off the desert. just a regular wind. Just a regular wind, and it blows all of the smog out of the basin, and the... Visibility today. You could see every jack in the box sign from here to Zuma Beach. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of that, I tried to take Ed to see the Exorcist the other night. He wouldn't go. He held out for Demon Rum. <laughs> You're possessed by by the Gallo brothers, I think. In there. You know, we gotta drive Ernest and Julio out of your system now. <laughs> well, let's see it. Beg your pardon? I didn't hear that. Standing out here trying to do material, they're interested in why I'm standing. They don't care about. <laughs> <it. Oops.
1: laughs>
0: You're not standing right. What is this? Well, there's good news and bad news. Well, I'll give you the bad news first. The uh, cost of living has reached an all-time high. The good news is the cost of dying is still within everyone's reach. I think it's kind of nice. No, the price of food is so bad. I saw Jack Lalanne today. He's so weak he couldn't even break his own bread. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Remember. One, two, three, four. Boom! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, you see, I just said he was so weak that. You won't do that before, you see, and then I do one of those. Whoo! Man up there with a propeller and a beanie. <laughs> Here's an interesting item from Sweden. There's a town in Sweden that gives you gas if you donate blood. Is that wild? That's got to be crazy at a gas station. You drive in, and if you're court low, you don't know whether it's you or the car. Ring a boom. No, they stick a hose in your car, then in your arm. Ring a boom. See if you like this one. Here's an item from New Haven, Connecticut. Usually a town of a lot of laughter. <laughs> a judge ruled in New Haven, it was in the paper today, that a woman can get welfare as soon as she is pregnant. Isn't that an interesting decision? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard a lot of lines to pick up girls, but. Hey, honey, you want to get on welfare? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you try a couple more off well, That, the that star. program falls under, under the jurisdiction of the HEW. What's that? Health Education and Whoopee. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else happened. Oh, you've you heard me remark about our staff bachelor, Craig Tennis. Uh, Craig takes out a lot of interesting girls. Uh, not lookers. They're not the best-looking girls. He's got a new girl. Not attractive, would you say? No. Let me put it this way. She is so ugly. <laughs> I like if you, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> if you tied a whitefish around her neck, her cat still wouldn't go near it. Ho, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ugly girl. That's ugly. How about some political news. Look, this is not a contest, folks, you understand. <laughs> Gerald Ford, as you know, uh, is our new vice president. I think he is uh, doing a pretty effective job. You've got to admit, they're a good team. You see He making a speech the other day? Ford keeps making speeches, and you can't even see Nixon's lips move. It's really wonderful. We have a, uh, We have... You'd be wearing that suit. I'd get some laughs. laughs. We uh, we have a great show tonight. Don't let this uh, <laughs> give you any indication. This is just a little get acquainted. We were going to have George C. Scott on the show tonight <laughs> to teach it to teach a dolphin to speak. But Larry Zonka couldn't make it. And <laughs> <laughs> See, laughs aren't everything. Courage, that's what you need. What? It's a nice dress you have on. <laughs> okay, oh. now, tonight on the show. What is this it's called, self-defense night? Gotta <laughs> <laughs> come out of here with a bazooka just to face this crowd. <laughs> uh, tonight we have. This is a great show tonight. Mr. Jack Benny is here yeah. tonight. We have uh, along with uh, along with the gentleman you've all know. You've heard his voice so many times. Uh, uh, Bugs Bunny, uh, Porky the Pig—he uh, does all the great cartoon voices. Was a regular on Jack's show for many years. Mister Mel Blanc is here tonight. Uh, yeah. The singer, uh, uh, Is going to be very good, I think. She's a fine new talent. Maria Muldaur is with us tonight. We have Jim Henson and the Muppets, and Doctor Irwin Maxwell Stillman is here tonight. Yeah. So, uh, and he'll be right here. Usually, I, applause are still going while, while I do this. <laughs> sure. A word from Behold Furniture Polish to give your furniture a beautiful, natural shine. <laughs> yep. We're back. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it's kind of the little, uh, the joiners, this group. Yeah, the town is, uh, meeting of the year. Remember that on radio? They're a lot like that. Just yell out your thoughts. It's like a symposium okay, tonight. Whatever. what's on your mind, just yell it right out. Uh, if you just join us, we have Jack Benny, Mel Blanc, Maria Muldauer, a new singer, uh, Jim Henson uh, and she, the Muppets. Great. Yeah, she is. And Dr. Erwin Maxwell Stillman, who was supposed to be with us last oh, night, yeah. but we ran late. Like the, the good doctor stayed out here. Are you familiar with this? Have you got anything to say before we can get going? No. I'm anxious to hear what you're going to say. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Well, you may be a cult of one. <laughs> this is, uh, I'm not familiar with this magazine. How many of you? Sure. Women's World? Women's World? Is that a. Oh, that's a big magazine. Sure. I thought it was a new magazine. No. Supermarkets. It's a new fine magazine. Well, they have some articles in here today that, uh. I'm going to help it too much, I don't think. Here's one here called 25 Ways to Beat the January Blog. Oh, that's important. We all have that. It says, without doubt, January is the longest and dullest month of the year. The holidays are over. The company's gone. The sky is gray. Oh, it's kind up of the rhymes there, and you're feeling glum, glum. Life is cold. In other words, they tell you what to do to get rid of the January blahs. You got around to this very late. We could have helped us a couple of weeks ago. It's almost February. Well, we didn't think of this idea until <laughs> there you so now. There's a blah right there. We would, we would change it to February if right. we had to, just right. to get it in. Now, aren't these exciting? This is they tell you here. How to get I'll get rolling.
1: Oh.
0: Don't worry the rhythm's about rhythms off a little bit. Rhythms just a just little, a little touch off. Yeah. What were you doing six months ago? Whatever it was, do it again. That's what they tell you Fair to do. Deal. Reread that novel uh, that you read at the lake last summer. It will remind you of quiet vacation days. Or read the novel you plan to read on vacation. That's what Woman world says. This is going to go right into the pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Your performance, though, I think is. My performance is bound to help this (laughs) Spend an afternoon with summer memories Pull out the photo album With shots of last summer's picnics Parties and events You can meander through a whole summer's fun By going through your album That's one of the things they Think spring You see Bright fresh colors will go far to brighten up your mood I'm going right in the toilet (laughs) uh, When windows must stay closed Against the winter cold Add springtime your room with an air freshener Oh, is that a brilliant idea? Oh, yeah. How to get a, put an air freshener in your room. It gets better. They have some other more startling ones here. Don't just sit there and grow something. <laughs> just when you're sure you'll never see a green green leaf again, let alone a bushy tree. Grow your own greenery. That's what they tell you to do. Get organized.
1: Oh, yes.
0: Uh, do the things that you've been putting off. Uh, let's see. Even the setup is no good. <laughs> Go project mad instead of watching TV. Plan and start a project. When you're feeling glum, don't force yourself to finish a chore you hate. I thought it was the other way around. If you're yeah. feeling bad, you should send me something. something they say forget it. Yeah. Little things mean a lot. Let you get your hair cut.
1: That's going to relieve the January.
0: Yes, block. that's what they say. Buy wild new frames for your eyeglasses. Rejuvenate an old suit. you see, I don't know much about the magazine, but I think the problem is that they don't understand January at all.
1: Well, I mean... January is a bad month. They I I think some things might be added to that article. Yes, that's
0: what we thought, because... Normally,
1: I would say that everything was covered in there, but in this particular article, I won't say that.
0: No, and I'll tell you why, because they don't understand. January is a stinking month, and... I
1: uh, I knew you wouldn't spend that much
0: time with all of that unless you had something else to tell (laughs) us. That's right. They've missed a lot of dandies. January's a bad month But hopefully you have some remarks to add to that I certainly do We have some ways to beat the January blast. <laughs> make something hemorrhage <laughs> See now I mean this will pick you right it? up Go into your bathroom and keep flushing the toilet until you make the tidy bull man seasick <laughs> There you go now we're That's it Isn't I, I, I wasn't, in that wasn't in there Forget January by remembering August. Turn the heat up to 85, make a couple of gin and tonics, and use a red felt pen to draw prickly heat on your kids. <laughs> Build and install a window feeder for hungry peeping toms. <laughs> Sell air sick bags in the lobby of the Exorcist. <laughs> Take your second car and turn it into a giant planter. You've got no other use for it anyway Can't get any gas Feed pigeons Alka-Seltzer And watch them fizz on a statue
1: <laughs>
0: This will get you out of that January blouse So you bet I'm rolling, fellas Strap a Reader's Digest magazine to your knees And go to a Leprechaun Christian Science reading room Invite an oil company executive to your home, and when he asks for a drink, take him out to your car and siphon four gallons of gas down his throat. (laughs) And of course, the best way to get through January is to drive naked through a stop sign, which will get you 30 days in jail, and you'll get out in February. You don't have to worry about it. There we are. are. You see, that's covered. That's covered. Oh, all right. Now we'll take a brief pause. Jack Benny's going to join us. He's got some uh, piece of uh, small film clip from his special coming up tomorrow night, Thursday on NBC. And uh, I think Jim uh, Jensen with the uh, Henson with the Muppets has also got some film. I'm going to do some things, and would like to welcome a new sponsor to the show. Did you know we have a new sponsor? Big Finn. Good. Just want to know if you're up on this. Watch this. Now watch this one. <laughs> first guest tonight is a a close friend, the husband of Mary Livingston, uh, (laughs) star of the special which airs tomorrow night on NBC from 8 to 9 right here on this network. And in the worlds of music and comedy, he's a giant. Would you welcome Mr. Jack Benny? you throw a kiss almost as good as Dinah Shore used to do mwah <laughs> how are, are you Johnny
2: I was watching you in the other room <laughs> yes <laughs> I love that Jack LaLanne joke <laughs> <laughs> well you got yes. a one Milton Burrow won't take <laughs> <laughs> although you read something in the book that I wish I could do what you was that The line where it says, do something now that you haven't done in a long time. (laughs) (laughs) I won't ask, Do it
0: is. (laughs) How are you? You're looking good. We had more fun on your, uh, doing your special, which is on tomorrow uh, night. And in a few minutes, we'll show you. I don't know what you brought tonight. Freddie DeCordova told me you brought a little piece of the tape. And I didn't know you were going to leave this in the show. Yeah, um, uh, I got silly during rehearsal re- oh, so. I do something? Sure,
2: anything you want to do Because that's why I brought out a, You know I never smoke a cigar
0: You never really light them You don't smoke, oh, you no, carry them around I
2: smoke only a little bit of a cigar And the last time I was on your show I wanted to do A story, a joke about what happened When I drove here To be on your show And I forgot about it, it has to do with the cigar And I've Twice I was going to do it and forgot. So this time I thought if I came out with a cigar, then I wouldn't forget it, you see. Well, what happened was, and, and don't go into, com- into a commercial because this only takes 40 minutes.
1: Okay, fine.
2: <laughs> yeah. But what happened was, you know, when I drive to come on your show or drive to go to Burbank or anything, I always take Laurel Canyon right. or uh the other one cold cold, water? Coldwater. water cold water canyon now let me tell you something that happened this i was really driving to come to your show you're not supposed to smoke when you're driving through cold water canyon. Yeah, the fires on the other side we're really not allowed to you get a ticket if a policeman stops you and i had a cigar and I was smoking, and I only take a couple of puffs, no matter how expensive. Now, this cigar, these are maybe three for a dollar. Now, that's fairly expensive. expensive. That's fairly expensive. Three for a buck, yeah. (laughs) But when I smoke a cigar, I only smoke just, just a tiny bit. I only take a puff or two, and I throw it away. And I'm driving through Coldwater Canyon, and I'm smoking. I know I shouldn't be, you see. And finally... I only had, I had a big piece of it left, I only smoked to it, and I threw it out of the window, right out on the street, like this, see? And sure enough, a policeman comes along behind me, and he stops me, and he recognized me, and he laughed a little bit, you know, because he recognized me. He says, you know, Mr. Benny, you should know better than that you know you must not smoke when you go through any of these canyons and not only that but you took a cigar this is what starts fires and you threw your cigar away so then I made up a lie (laughs) and I said to him officer I didn't this is a true story that I I said officer I didn't throw the cigar away I did stop smoking, and I happened to have the cigar in my hand out of the window, and it just slipped out of my hand. And he didn't want to, but he says, look, it! I saw you throw the cigar away. So I said to the officer, look, it. you want to do me a favor? Now, if I threw it away, you just stop me. It can only be about a half a block away. I'll get into a car, into your car with you, and we'll drop back, we'll go back, and I'll prove to you that I did not, that the, cu- that the cigar slipped out of my hand. I didn't throw it. So he laughed, he said, all right, get in the car. So we drove back, and sure enough, about a half a block, or a block, this cigar was lying there about this big, and I picked it up, and I gave it to the policeman. I said, now, officer, do you really believe <laughs> that a stingy type, S.O.B. like myself, would throw away a cigar
0: this big. (laughs) Case dismissed. So,
2: he laughed so hard. He (laughs) thought that was very, very funny. He says, all right, you made me laugh, and that was funny. And I'm not gonna give you a ticket. But do not smoke again when you go through And that was the end of that That's a funny story <laughs> so, And that's the only reason I brought it up Because I wanted to tell you this before And I always forget You want yeah. this?
0: No, oh, <laughs> no. Freddie, you want it? I got another one if you want it Huh?
2: These <laughs> yeah. are three for a dollar you know. <laughs>
0: Don't they make more expensive cigars?
2: I've heard of $2 uh, cigars I them, But no matter You know, no friend of mine Will ever give me a good cigar
0: Because they know I take two puffs And throw it away yeah, some of the people don't, they keep their cigars in humidors down at stores, and they go there and have their own yeah. uh, special humidor, very expensive cigars. Yeah, well, this isn't very interesting. What should we talk about now? <laughs> How about your party you had the other night? You and Mary uh, had some friends at a party the other night celebrating your anniversary, and it was a lovely party out at, um, what was the Chinese place? On Santa Monica. Yeah. Ma- Madam Wood. We had our Mary and I had our
2: 47th Seven. wedding anniversary.
0: 47 years. Twenty-seven.
2: And you know that Mary and I get along great. What What is the secret? Because I uh, have not I don't been know. that fortunate. I think I love her. <laughs> well, the secret, I think, is when you're compatible. When you, you get along, It isn't sex isn't everything, you know. Damn it. But anyway... <laughs>
0: Come back and follow up on that In just a second <laughs> Find out what is everything We'll be back After the short word of interest And then Randy,
2: I didn't mean
0: that <laughs> Ah, Welcome back to uh, The marital game We were talking about Jack and Mary Being married 47 years And uh, How you get along And then
1: you're the compatible
0: you ask me how uh, yeah. we get along we get along great we, we've always gotten
2: along great i can't imagine being married to anybody else now i do say something on the stage but i don't think i've ever said it on television that in the 47 years that we've been married the way i tell it on the stage is that if i were to say that we've never had a fight or an argument you'd know i'd be lying but I can truthfully say that Mary and I have never had an argument, let's say, or a fight big enough where the word divorce was used. Murder, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ever, glad you let me in. I don't like that. I remember that. I remembered it from
0: the <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever separate at all? I mean, did you ever get mad where you moved married out for a day or two? The first
2: months? week we were married. First week? The first week she didn't like a necktie that I wore. And we were no, about the first month it was we're married, and she didn't like a necktie and she wanted me to change it and I wouldn't change it. Because I liked it. And she left and went home to Los Angeles and I didn't see her for about three more weeks until I got there. Just because she didn't like she the necktie? Didn't, because I wouldn't change the necktie. I was stubborn. But I went back, and I saw her, and she was glad to see me. <laughs> I had on a different necktie. You know, <laughs> you know, I didn't wear the same necktie. In fact, I never wore it again. <laughs>
0: now, this is it. This is the, the first, first tie right there. there. Right, yeah. Now, we're going to show you a, a piece of tape from uh, Jack's show, which comes up tomorrow night. And I have not seen this myself. Uh, does this need? You want to tell them what happened on that? Yeah. Because let me I didn't what, know you were going to leave this in the show. Let me tell you what I happened. did this just for you. Yeah,
2: you did it. You t- you thought you were going to play me a dirty trick. Right. And here's what happened. He and I. In fact, you're on pretty early on the show. Yep. right up front. I must I must remember to tell everybody They tell who's all on sh- on the show. See, you're the first one.
0: on. Right. You got
2: George Burns. That's right. And Red George Fox, Burns. Red Fox. Dinah Shore. Dinah Shore. The DeFranco family. Uh, the DeFranco family with Tony DeFranco. Oh. Who else have we got? On Me. Here? And you. Well, I said you. Oh, I said you were the first one. Good, good. You know. <laughs> and anyway, when he made his exit, Johnny was supposed to come back and say one more thing and make an exit. So he came back and forgot what he was supposed to say. So he walked off. Then he came back again and said the wrong thing and did this about four times. And finally, to make up for it, he came back the last time. Don't and tell here's him. the clip.
0: This is, he did this to me. Here's the clip. that you, This is what he looked like. This is classy comedy, folks. Classy comedy. Are you showing the first time? You know. <laughs> now,
2: look, John. I'm trying to do a special, and this is no time to talk business. It makes you look cheap. What? (laughs) I said, it makes you look cheap. Look, Johnny, there's a time for everything. Money and everything. There's a time for business, a time to eat, a time to sleep, a time to make love. Oh, you remember, huh? (laughs) I remember It's like roller skating <laughs> Some things You never forget
0: when, when you get angry Your eyes dance Do you know that? They do? Yeah You're well, a loving doll
2: All right Well do yeah. me a favor yeah. now Get out of here Will you? Well, get me off, you off the stage All right. And let me carry oh, on oh. We have a long All right yeah. And another thing I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. And I told you before, you're never going to be on my show again. Oh. Just remember that. All right. Okay. And I'll tell you something else, waiter. I'm not coming to your party Saturday night either. You weren't invited.
0: How did he find out?
2: Find out. I'm catering it. <laughs> Try to be a nice guy. You know, he doesn't realize what a tough time I had finding that book. I think you shot it and stuck it.
0: Now, <laughs> real classy comedy. Now, now, Ladies and gentlemen That was the third time We had done that yeah, particular that's the scene that's the Now time.
2: ladies Let me tell you What I did to him And he doesn't know it Till now We
0: left that In my show That's in tomorrow night Well <laughs> I, I just did it off. To break you up we, I I'd blown that line About three times Walking off And I said What could you do in, All in a tuxedo And black tie That would be So klutzy I said You drop your pants But I never thought to. Did you ever resort To that to get a laugh Never I
2: walked on with no pants, but I never dropped them like that.
0: You are going to... I didn't mention this uh, on the opening of the show, because uh, I'm not going to tell them, but but next February the 14th, Valentine's Day, is your birthday, which is a lovely day to have a birthday. Um, It is coming up. Uh, Have you told people yet that you're over 39? i mean officially well
2: i don't like to tell my right age because uh let him guess anybody who wants to guess over 39 is all right with me how old you're right
0: (laughs) he knows do you believe that he knows Everybody in the world would be a liar here if anybody said you even look close to 80, and I mean that. I know, but it scares the hell out of me. just the <laughs> same. No, no
2: it, it, doesn't. it shouldn't. I feel better now at 80. I will be 80. I feel better than when I was actually 39. You know why? Yeah. Because when I was 39, I was still some kind of a star, wasn't I? <laughs> well, you certainly look All right. So, but I was worried because at 39... You worry. You want to sustain. You want to remain a star. But now, at this age, where are they going to throw me? <laughs> they're not going to throw me out anyplace. It's too
0: late. So that I'm not worried long. anymore. I know they're going to have a big series of parties for, I understand, down in Palm Springs to celebrate yeah. uh, the 80th birthday. 80 years. That's, that's remarkable. Well, I hope I just have uh, can sustain a third as long of the time as you have in this business, really. And George look, Burns is almost as old as I am. Uh, George is what, two years younger? Two years younger. 78. Yeah, he's 78. Yeah. I think he looks older than I do, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't mean
2: it. George, 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 I didn't mean it. You know, you know what he does Go on George, our show? George, well, come on. You know what he does on my show, which you'll see tomorrow night? We play two statues in Rome and we're supposed to be 500 years old. And he insists on singing. And we trained about 20 uh, pigeons. That the minute he starts, and we got him trained, you can train all animals to do anything. As soon as he sings, these 20 pigeons jump on his head. And you'll see it in the show tomorrow. Night. He's very funny in that show. That's tomorrow. You're funny on
0: the show. Thank you. It was fun to be on the show. show.
2: We'll take a brief. Red Fox is funny on the show. We'll be right
0: back after this. And uh, those of you who follow Jack's radio show over the years Remember his, the wonderful cast well, Of course with Mary and Don Wilson And uh, Rochester, Dennis Day, Phil Harris Even going back to the days of Kenny Baker One of the men on his show Who played so many different characters And as you probably know Has done the voices of most of the famous cartoon characters From Bugs Bunny to Porky Pig To Barney Rubble to the Flintstones And we'll talk about some of the other things That Mel has done on your show over the years He's, uh, he's really some artist Would you welcome Mr. Mel Blank <clears throat> Thank you. Be- be- dee- dee- dee. Is that it? Be- 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 be-
1: be- <laughs> pretty close.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's very smart. How many years did you work before people actually saw you doing anything? I mean, you, you people who do voices and start with voices uh, do very well in the business. A lot of my friends like uh, Junie Ferre and other people who do the voices, everybody hears them but, don't, but
1: very seldom see them until television came along, right? That's right. I started uh, radio in 1927. Do you have an idea how I'm older than Jack Benny? No. No. (laughs) No, no, You started that early? 1927, a program in Portland, Oregon called the Hoot Owls, in which I sang a song. My brother Henry accompanied me, and uh, I sang this crazy little song. Yeah. Want to eat, want to eat, want to eat it. (laughs) (laughs) How does one get into
0: that rather... um small group of people who do voices uh, you, you show up and it, do people say we want a voice of something and you go in and audition for a particular character or?
1: no I uh, I tried for a year and a half to get into Schlesinger cartoons and uh, this uh, head of the company or head of the voice department kept saying uh, we have all the voices we need we don't uh, need anybody and I kept this up for every two weeks I'd go there and uh, he kept saying the same thing I said just listen to me anyway and uh Kept saying I have all the voices we need. Finally, the guy died. (laughs) 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 I know. (laughs) Not nice to laugh at the dead. No. Well, anyway, I went to the next guy in charge, a guy by the name of Trey Brown, and uh, I told him that uh, I would like to have him hear me. He said, "Sure. What can you do?" I auditioned for him, and then he said, "Great. Would you do it for the directors?" So I auditioned for the directors, and one of the directors said. can you do a drunken bull? A drunken bull? Yeah, that had eaten some sour mash. You I had to... That's not him. And, uh... Well, I, that's from that picture you saw. Yes. And uh, I thought, uh, yes, I said, I can do a drunken bull. He said, how would it sound? I said, well, it sounded a, a little like it was looking for some, some sour mash. He said, great, what are you doing Tuesday? He said, let's say Tuesday. I wasn't doing a darn thing. I see, yeah, I think I can make it all right. Just squeeze That a was man. the first voice I did in the cartoons. And the director that asked me to do it was Frank Tashlin, who's now yes. in the restroom pictures. I certainly is. How did Bugs Bunny come about? did you audition for that? Well, no, they showed me a picture of uh, this crazy little character. They said he was tough, told me what the storyline was going to be. And I thought, uh, let's see now, which is the toughest voice in the United States? It's either Brooklyn or the Bronx. So I said, why don't I put the two together? So what? Uh, that's what come out, Doc. <laughs> 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 what is funny? You know,
0: what is uh, what is funny when they do these voices to cartoons, and we tried to just show it one night and it didn't work because we couldn't get the proper setup, is when they show a cartoon or an animated picture, and you see people like Mel and Alan Reed and June Foray and Paul Fries and somebody who do a lot of these voices watching the cartoon and standing around a microphone. Four adult people doing these voices is the funniest thing. That is hysterical. They should film that. You know, grown men going, (laughs) and going home after a day's work. Now, for years, when I listened to Jack's show, and he did- Well, they filmed everything that he did on my show, and he did all
2: the characters. He did, uh, in the first place, you did the train announcer. Oh, the, how did you do that? Uh, Train no. leaving on track five uh, For Anaheim, Azusa And Cucamonga <laughs> <laughs> Then you'd add something <clears throat> Don't get off at Cucamonga We don't stop there
0: <laughs> You know for years now People oh, yeah, who lived back in the thing, Midwest Didn't thing. know there was a place As Anaheim, Azusa and Cucamonga We true. thought we never heard of such places We better let make let it a month Let me tell you we did one show
2: he stopped in the middle of Cook for a long time, and I said something, and then listen to what he said. Do the one where you said Anaheim, Azusa, and Cooke. Anaheim, Azusa, Train. Start with train leaving. Train leader. leaving on track five for Anaheim, Azusa, and Cook. Oh, no. Among... Uh, <laughs> no! <laughs> Damage it, spoilers. Oh, no. Oh, geez. The oh. Let's try it again. Let's try <laughs> Are getting it again. Tired of it. <laughs> no, no. I wanted to hear the way you actually did it. Train leaving on
0: track? Give him This is the rehearsal. <laughs> try Rehearsal. All you right. can go out. Okay. All right. Train, Train ma- leaving on track five. For Anaheim,
2: Azusa, and Cook. Oh no. Oh, yes. A manga. <laughs> <did> <laughs> 40 40 years ago I don't remember
0: 40 years he remembers everything what else when I used to listen to your show I'm going to ask him this and you would go out in the Maxwell and start the car I'd say those are the wildest sound effects I've ever heard in my life because most mechanical things are done by a by a recorded thing and Mel used to do it when I'd go see the radio show Mel would stand up on the stage yeah I I used to say and the audience would go in hysterics I
2: used to say Rochester get the Maxwell started because I want to leave and Mel would be the Maxwell. See, you ought to have a mic right near you for we, can, we a can drop this. Down. You. Can you
0: drop this Just down? Put low. in the picture. Don't worry. Yeah. About it.
2: So I said, get Rochester, get the Maxwell started. And he would go out, and you'd hear the Maxwell, and this would this would be it. Go ahead. <laughs> Maxwell still sounds like that without
0: him, you know. <laughs> and the studio audience used to fall down from laughter just well, watching Melvin D. he's trying to things. tell us something. English, English the English huh? horse. Oh how they tried oh, to wait, get Wait, money. wait, you've gotta hear this.
2: <laughs> you know, we used to do weeks of westerns called Buck Benny Rides Again. Right, but Andy Devine. So we'd have a horse. Andy Devine would be on it, call me Buck and mean. So he would do the horses. So first do just the horse, the Winnie. Now, one day my writers and I got together and we said, let's play a dirty trick on Mel Blanc and see what he does at rehearsal. He must comment on it. So we said, let's write in an English horse for no reason now we thought certainly he must say to us what the hell does this mean an english horse he never said a word to us never opened his mouth when it came time to do the english horse this is what he did and we didn't even know A word to us
0: just oh, did it just did it that is great what else did we do yeah, uh, yeah. the so mexican yes you d- used to do the mexican uh- always the mexican
2: routine and it always went the same way and people screamed at the same things and i would see him he'd be a mexican let's say i'd be at a railroad station you
0: know the routine you used to do when you did the treasure the sierra madre and he kept saying see Remember yeah that's that, it you know? that's the
2: routine so i
0: would say um I'd go I'm up to him, him and I'd say, pardon me, uh,
2: are are you leaving for Mexico City? Si. Sí.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is your train late? Si. Sí. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been waiting here a long time? Si. Sí. What's your name? Sai. Sai? <laughs> <Si? laughs> Is that a friend of yours sitting with you? She. Si. You? Your sister? She. Si. I'm afraid to ask this next one. What's her name? Sue. Si. Si? Si. <laughs> Where'd we go from there? What does she do for a living? Huh? What oh, do? yeah. Oh, this one. Finally, I said to her "What thing. This wasn't even this girl. I said, what does she do for a living? So.
0: <laughs> so? The. So? Oh, those are great routines. Great. Those were some of the best-constructed comedy moments ever on radio. So little dialogue. Great construction. Boom, 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 and then the topper, and then the topper. Mm -hmm. and We'll take a brief pause. We'll be right back. Stay with us.